From MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. Welcome back to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. I know you probably uh, have been dying to uh, to hear our latest installment. Uh, you, out there, everybody watching the French Open, all excited, just waiting and waiting to hear us uh, really, hopefully, maybe, you didn't listen to the last one so we can change all of our predictions and sound like a genius. But if you did, we're going to talk about... Our predictions, but you know what we're not going to talk about? We're not going to talk about Corey's predictions. Yeah. He's not dead, folks. Corey, <laughs> you're here. You made it. I what are you doing? I going to say they were dying to see if I was back. No. Or, back. Di- or dead. Yeah. Or dead. Dying or to dead. see if I was dying. You're back. I am. You missed out on all of our predictions, so you would have gotten everything right. My two are still in. That's all I know. you're throwing up all over yourself at home and dying. <laughs> Diarrhea, yes. you know. Were, uh, you, um, were you watching the French? Yeah, that was the only good thing about being sick. I got to watch all the tennis. And did you li- did you listen to our podcast without you? Of course. I don't believe you. I had selfish. Set. At least three times. <laughs> I was up at midnight throwing up and listening. It was great. Aww. Because you were listening? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so y'all, y'all heard both. Uh, we have Corey here. How you doing? Good. I'm back. You're alive. Thank Glad God. you're alive. Well, we Thank figured you. out one thing, Rebecca. Yes. Just me and you, kid. We don't I need know. her. <laughs> yeah. Her. I mean, him. Him. <laughs> him whoever. We don't need anybody. Yeah, Anyone. we did pretty well, I, I thought. I thought so. I got a lot of good feedback. Everybody said, something was missing. I don't know what, <laughs> but it sounded better. The monotone voice. Is that what it was? Somebody just, a low hum in the background we could never understand <laughs> was missing. Did y'all get some equipment fixed? It's back. My voice. It's, it's back. back. Oh, you got that sexy, you know. Oh, yeah. Silent voice. Yeah, that uh, sweet, sweet, sexy, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, that went off the rails. No, you're back, and we're glad to have you back. But you're all Thank you. you're all caught up on the French, though, right? I am, yeah. Because that's all we're talking about. We're going to dissect every match, every point, every <laughs> X's uh, and O's. Okay, no, good. we're not at all. Nobody wants to hear that. Right. I heard a podcast recently. Uh, I was listening to a tennis podcast. Believe it or not, there are other tennis <laughs> podcasts in the world. Blasphemy. Yes. And they did that. They were just getting into the weeds of first serve percentage and all this, and I wanted to vomit. <laughs> yeah. And I love tennis, <laughs> right? And I love that stuff. But people don't want to hear about that. Nobody cares about that crap. Well, I think we are absolutely, without a doubt, and I'm not being silly, the best podcast for tennis out there. I would best one I've ever heard. Only you, one I've well now I've heard three because you actually I played, played some of them. They're terrible. Um, I, not to offend yeah, anybody out no. there, but uh, they're awful. They they could definitely use some sarcasm in here. Just think if we did a little research on top of our <laughs> sparkling personalities, We're working it'd be on that. incredible. Working on that with all our free time. Yeah. Anywho. So, uh, yeah, so uh, we're back, and uh, we're glad to have you back. We definitely missed you. We were kidding that uh, that we could do it without you, because I don't well, think we you. can, buddy. Thank you. I don't think we can. I'll try not to miss again, ever. Please, yeah, I'd appreciate don't. it. I'd appreciate it. Once, so Once every 20 years. Now, what you missed, you said you listened. I don't know if I believe you or not, but I won't put you on the spot here in front of our thousands of fans. Um. You missed our some of our picks. Now yes. we didn't go through and break down every part of the draw, but we looked at our the women and the men who we thought was going to win, 
So who we'd put money on. Right. Mm-hmm. Who we wanted to win. And oh, who we hate. She really <laughs> has some people she hates. So we went through all that. And she won yesterday. I know. So listen, let's, we're going to skip all that. And who were your picks? We're going to take your word yes, for it. Who were your championship winners? I think I have it from, on record to from, Rebecca, but just in case. All right. Yes. I had Halep and Nadal. Okay, Halep and Nadal. Yeah. I had I'd, I picked Halep. Yeah, mm-hmm. you knew that because you listened. Right. Not so that Nadal. Foolish. Not that Nadal was a big, you know, Surprise. step out. Well, uh, who knows? Who he, knows? You never know. He he did kind of wipe the court with <laughs> Everyone. Batista Agut yes. today. Yeah. So let's see where we're at on our picks. Mm-hmm. So who I thought was going to win, Halep, mm-hmm. still in, She's still in. Which I'm, I'm I, looking pretty good. I wanted, I picked Halep too, I believe, but I wanted Venus to win, and it's unfortunate she had. Very I don't think she picked Halep at all. <laughs> See, check the tapes. Check the tapes. Well, you you listen. Yeah. Who did she pick? Oh, yeah, of course. I can't remember who. Who I did picked. you pick? Yeah. I, I have. I a think pro- I picked Venus. Ladinovich was who she was touting at one point. Yeah, but maybe did, that's who you I picked. I did like Ladinovich a lot, and actually, I do kind of want her to win. She had a great win. She you had a can't, really why are you good changing? match today. Oh my god. Listen. Because my my superstar is out. In your personal life with your significant other, <laughs> you can change your mind on a dime for no rhyme or reason. But damn it, not on the podcast. This is too important. <laughs> we cried in bed this morning when Venus lost. So. That was sad. Spoiler alert, if you're listening to this on Tuesday and you still don't know Venus lost, then you're a jackass. <laughs> and go listen to those other boring podcasts because we're not for you. But, but y'all that were talking about Venus had a chance to win. Yeah. It's over yeah. for Venus. Like, come on. I don't think it's over. But no, no, I, I didn't don't think, think she... she well, I don't think it's. I'm not saying her career is over, but I mean, for her to win a Grand Slam at this point, it take a is lot. A pretty big stretch, even with this tournament being completely wide open. Well, grass. She's got a chance on I grass. I think she has a good chance on grass. Look, I didn't. I. I. She, Rebecca, <laughs> I'm pissed off. Rebecca picked <laughs> Venus. Yes. Right yes. as your as my dream winner. My dream right. winner. Well, I would love to see her win. Me too. And yeah, that'd be great right. too. I and think I picked Mladenovic. Yeah, that's who picked. you picked for who you thought would win. So. Yeah. Um, so you didn't, we, neither of us picked Venus right. for our actual, you know, like we thought she was going to win. Uh, we, it, it would have been a great story though. Yeah. Um, it was great at the Australian that she made it to the final. So been fun. I mean, it's, you know, it, I, and you know what we were talking about how on the first day that on that opening Sunday we recorded last week that the, that the uh, attendance looked terrible. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. hell Venus probably helped the attendance bump up, you know, yep. with her in it. So now yep. we'll see what happens to the old attendance. Well, I've been a lot more interested in the women's tournament than I thought I would be because it's like the players Sexist that actually, bastard. well, the players that actually have an opportunity to do something are actually playing well as opposed to sometimes when and I do, they have a chance they're just collapsing. And I have to say, Mladenovic is French. Yeah. She's going to draw the French oh, yeah. crowd. So I think it, it's it's great for tennis. It's great for Roland Garros. And Cornet and Garcia are playing uh, tomorrow. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. So apparently she hates <laughs> Cornet. I, apparently she's on they, my fantasy team. <laughs> So I have to root I didn't, for her. See, I'm listen, like Garcia. I, I didn't even know they had fantasy tennis. What kind I of nerd? I do it myself because there isn't any. Um, there isn't? Yeah, so I have to run my own. Oh I my was going to say, Corey you probably runs his own. We're in a basement. Oh my like, God, you're picking. so weird. <laughs> but Cornet is my player. And I, so I have weird. her and I don't want to root for her, but now I have to. Uh, well, anyway, so <laughs> now the one I wanted to win, which I didn't pick her to win, but was Madison Keys. Oh, I know. She gone. So she's out. Yeah, that's all right. And that girl that beat her won today, like six one six one. She did, and she's unranked. I mean, yeah, she's got a protected ranking, but still, that's pretty amazing. I yeah. See. So, um, now on the men's side, you said Nadal. Yeah, I mean, wow. I don't know Be how careful. I could have picked. Be careful out there, <laughs> out on that limb. Doesn't mean I want him to win necessarily, but yeah. Um, Meh. Well, 
of course, he's an easy pick just because he's the king of clay. Um, but I, I, I basically uh, stuck my finger down my throat, and made myself <laughs> vomit, and picked Djokovic. Uh, don't want him to win, but he played exceedingly well today. Finally, I have to say. well, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's in love. That was with the Augusty. old Djokovic scoreline. That kind of match was a very, very normal match for Djokovic. I thought it was. It was just. It was. Yeah. It really was. That's one thing that's different. I'm probably going to get kicked off the air. Oh, wait, no, this is a podcast. Nobody can do anything to me. Um, it seems like, except for the French guys, uh, who are kind of girls, um, that the men over the course of a year tend to play closer to their ability more consistently than the women do. I agree. And I and think the, that's... And the Grand Slams are always. Always. Yeah. Always. And I think that's what makes it more, you know... A wild, you know, it's right. a wild scene out there. You know, you, uh, random players I've never heard of are winning matches. You know, you, and uh, that makes it fun. And th- they're not bad players. I'm right. not saying they don't have some ability. Obviously, they have high level ability. But um, again, we talk about the weak era of men's tennis. But uh, they do all seem to play uh, to their to their uh, peak ability most of the time. Well, that's why for me, the second week of the men's is more interesting, and the first week of the women's is more interesting because. Yeah. That's when you get like the second week of the men's is when you get all the players that you expect playing playing each other and right in the women's if you only watch the second week half the players you like are gonna be gone yeah right which Muguruza got knocked yeah. out today and I thought she was gonna knock someone out in the stands walking <laughs> out too so and then she, she cried could. at the pes- press conference but anyway this has been the emotional for Chopin. seriously yeah. Goffin Stevie Tournament Johnson of tears. I mean, Almagro. Goffin was, was on my team too. Stevie Johnson's the only one to have a, an immediate family member die, right? Yes, so, within all the right. last three that weeks. That was so Good. Let him cry. Nobody. Everybody else needs to get their lives together. They yes. do this for a living. Have right. some decency here. Have some Thank dignity, you. for God's sake. <laughs> um, I don't. I break rackets. I don't cry. What? I don't know which is better. No, but, you throw rackets into the trees. Well, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever it takes to break them. I've seen there was that. a. There's a. So the University of North Carolina women's soccer co- uh, team is like uh, so far and above every other women's team, like the amount of national titles. And so that coach, obviously famous writing books and all that stuff. And he, I think, I think it was his book. I think I'm not a hundred percent sure. But somewhere he said that a woman crying is the equivalent of a man yelling. So it's the same thing. So, so you're trying to say I'm crying when I Yes. Played. That's what that's what I was getting <laughs> yeah, well, at. I knew that was So what you was are Muguruta or Paduta <laughs> or whatever. Um, so when you throw in your rackets, you're just yes, reaching out. Crying for, on the inside. Yeah. I, I'm going to be thinking about that analogy for the rest of the week. Good. <laughs> Seriously. Good. Yeah. No, so if you play some mixed more. doubles and the jackass on the other side's yelling, you, oh. I have never cried in tennis. Thank you. There's no crying in tennis. I have not cried in tennis, I thankfully. nearly shoved my racket up someone's ass, but <laughs> I do not cry. Well, that's just evening. Um, <laughs> I was about to say. That was too much. <laughs> well, you got to watch your language. Yeah. Sorry. Um, she said GD last week out of Uh-oh. nowhere. And it wasn't about Cornet, but whatever. <laughs> so, um, we're, you know, the middle Sunday, in the middle weekend of the French. And so by the time we get get this out on the air and everybody hears it we'll be well into the you know home stretch right don't you think they all should start on that first sunday by the way i think that's so much I dig better there. i, I, I do think saturday i wouldn't care if they I, started i yeah. forgot that they played for three days you know with the first round i was like on tuesday right. like what the hell is going well, on? well i do think that doesn't really make any sense necessarily but 
I just think having that tournament that first weekend is nice because that's got to be a bit more attendance for the tournament. It's got to be better for, well, we were talking about that, that first match we saw where it showed the stands, there's right. nobody there. But just for TV, if nothing else, I'm home, yeah. I'm like, oh, good, yeah. French is yep. here, yay. Yeah. Well, what I've heard about that attendance is those those front sections are really, really expensive. Yeah. And so they may be sold out for the whole tournament, but their people are just showing up whenever they want. Right. Um, so I think they've sold those tickets. It's just that they like to keep them you know, really busy. What they do at the end, too, which I hate. I don't know if I remember this from last year, but they show both semifinals at the same time on right. two different courts, which I hate. Right. But they do that to sell tickets for two stadiums instead of one, I guess. Yeah. But I hate it for TV. Yeah, it's terrible for TV. But great for Tennis Channel Plus. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, y'all were saying that there was a match, uh, the Roundage match, you, you, you didn't get to see. I saw the tail end of it. You got to get, I'm telling you, DirecTV, channel 705. I just can't watch live. Sometimes, so today I couldn't. I guess I could record four channels and just decide what I want to watch. But oh, do you have DirecTV? Yeah. They need, to be a, they need to be a damn sponsor of us. Because <laughs> they're great. I mean, yeah, because I, I watched that match. Let uh, me was, call was, my person. Yeah, I was switching back and forth. But that had to be during the Venus match, right? Because it's the was. only thing. Yeah, they it would, was. They're not going to switch over right. to Venus's, you know, and the up Mladenovich was playing... Ramish was playing yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I was switching back and forth, but at least I had an opportunity right. to, to see it, which but is how all they that matters. not switch over at 6-all in the 5th? Oh, I, I know. I that's know. what I don't get. I don't know. It was great. But he lost. I like Roundage, but... I do too. Clay's not his thing. No. So, well, so I'm still solid on my women's pick. You are? I'm pretty solid, although I have to say that Pliskova is, is um, I think, a threat. I mean, she is pretty powerful i love watching her too because she's so nonchalant yeah uh, she, she actually seems like she's emotionally she's like, stable and consistent stable. where she can yeah be like that for a and while I, she has i think she has the power to beat hallet <laughs> i'm not gonna follow up she on has, that <laughs> yeah. um, but she has the power to beat Halep. but i you know uh, mladenovich i'd like mladenovich to win just the hometown girl to win but well and she nearly lost today. two rounds ago well today too but yeah. two rounds ago she nearly lost so yes. i don't know if she can do this every match where she yeah. just battles through yeah Long it's three tough. sets, but yeah. maybe. So our our two picks are still alive. Yep. And then Corey, who'd you pick? You picked Halep. Halep, Halep yeah. So yeah. genius. But what <laughs> I was going to ask you guys is, do you think Nadal is a bigger favorite now after one week, or smaller favorite? Bigger. Because I would say bigger because he's dominated, but I also feel like the other players are actually picking up their form. So yes. that to me makes like to me there are a couple of players that could beat Nadal if they. Well, when keep you play the way they are, when you play. uh Six one, six two, six two match. Right. The only thing that I was worried about is starting to be off the table now. Yeah. yeah. So and it, he did it, that twice. The time, right. I mean, the amount of time on court. If he's rolling through like that, then you know he's well, spending he's two and, and a half hours on the court. Period. I mean, Bautista's I mean, not a nobody, right. but Djokovic is getting wins and team. They're getting wins mm-hmm. over better players. Murray had a real good win against Del Potro. Who? <laughs> is he still in it? I know. Oh, I love Del Po. But, but those guys are getting confidence by beating good players. Yeah. Nadal, I don't know how much confidence you get from winning 0-1-0 against a, you know, 80th ranked guy. I don't think he needs it. I think he, he needs doesn't. to conserve his, his energy and his body. So, so if he's fresh, he's a bigger favorite I think, probably. I think team, to me, is his one of his biggest, you know, nah. hurdles. But and he's going to lose to Djokovic, so yeah, that doesn't matter. I agree. You think so? I think it's going to be mm. pretty I'm, easily. I'm kind of rooting for Djokovic just because he's working with Agassi, but I, I still want Nadal to win. Yeah, we talked about that last week. That you know, part of the reason I picked Djokovic is because he's he's kind of a honeymoon in a honeymoon right. period yeah. with Andre, um, where he he's not really under his tutelage yet, right? But he's kind of got a free week. Hey, let's just see what you do. And have he's fun. hearing all the new stuff, and mm-hmm. right. Well, I don't even think there is new stuff to be heard. I think they're just shooting the bull. Well, and, I just mean even like stories and like. They're not changing anything in his game, but I just mean 
when you get with someone new the first time, everything's fresh and it's exciting. And right. Um, and Andre wouldn't work with anybody. And here's the thing. I, I just feel like I don't think Novak is the right player for Andre. I don't, I don't think what Andre can bring him, I don't think he's going to be receptive to. Not because of style of play. You're, no. you're probably talking about personality, maybe. Well, listen. Everything that Andre, I'm going to say Agassi. It's not like I know the guy. <laughs> everything that Agassi, everything that old Dre, uh, everything that, not doctor, everything that uh, Agassi went through as a player was, you know, it was a transformative period where, you know, he had to, you know, accept and change and, right. and become philosophical. And, and now every time he hits a tennis ball it you know it changes his life literally you know right. what i mean yeah. he's he's in that headspace yeah. yeah i don't think djokovic is throwing his effing heart to the crowd right is yeah. he in that same come right. on right oh my god I'm, i mean he I'm went through a, a slight existential crisis with you know everyone telling him it's okay to cheat you know <laughs> but uh, right and i honestly think that was part of the reason why his game was suffering was because it was a lot to handle Right, personal but issues. I, I kind of agree about? with you. Who are you talking about? I know. I don't know what you mean. About che- what? what his, she's talking about his personal life. We yeah. don't care about that. Oh, cheating. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. I thought not, we were, I thought we were on, on a tennis podcast, no, not a... a gossip rag. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. Tennis gossip rag. But anyway, I, it, it's, but I do think that there were factors outside of tennis that were affecting his game. That's all I wanted to make I my point. I got you. Yeah. I got you. And I do think that Andre Agassi did handle a lot of things. Let me tell you something. Life. I think it's a lot like uh, Tiger Woods. Who? <laughs> it uh, they ain't losing because of the bitches. <laughs> all right. You think you think every um, all the pressure that Tiger has spent his life playing golf, you think banging some waitresses on the side was messing him up, or that wasn't messing him up? But then his wife finding out, even dropping almost half a bill to her. Right. $500 million to her. That's not, his body's breaking down. His injury was, you know, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, maybe, maybe Djokovic is a different cat because he, you know, he, I don't know, but yeah, I don't think any of that mattered. He just, well, you know who I think would be a good coach for him is even Isovich. Oh, interesting. Just because of the way he plays, I think is Djokovic needs more of that in his game than like Agassi played the same way he did to some degree. So you don't need somebody to teach you to play how you already play. Well, nobody's teaching anybody how to do anything. Well, I, I mean, they're really yeah. not, um, you know, that's what I was saying, that I don't think Agassi can offer, well, right. he can offer something to Djokovic. I, don't, I just don't think Djokovic will be receptive, receptive. to it. Well, they asked Gimmelstab, they said, have you seen any changes in Novak's game? And they, he said, no, no, I haven't noticed anything. Right. So it's not, he's you just, said, it's not the game, it's the mental. The only the change mental. is that he's back up to the level where he used yeah, to be. Yeah, right. Where well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, it's just a days. couple of matches, so. Yeah. But like I said, I, I think I think um, he already committed quite a lot. I think when he went gluten free and did all right. that, so mm-hmm. he went. He he saw something that you know he really bought into, really believed would help him, and he went all in. So if Agassi can you know say, hey, this is what I've got, and I yeah. you know buy in, and he really digs it, then he might. But he's going to be having have to start being less of a a hole, you know. I mean, I, I, God, I just don't want to look. Well, at do it. they call? I mean, like, would you even call these guys coaches based on what they're really doing? Because, like you said, they're not changing. Yes. Some okay. Really? Yeah, of course. Hey, even Agassi. Well, not yet because right. he's not coaching them yet, but yeah. he will be. Sure. But I'm just wondering how much coaching actually plays into these guys. Is because I feel like with even Lindell and Murray, it's more about 
men, not saying that's not coaching, but it's more about mentality. Yes. And you don't think Lindell beating his ass in the locker room after he acts like a little bitch on the court God, is coaching? Really, I know he does I that. Really I really want he to does. see that. God, God, I, I would that. pay to see that. But he doesn't hit him in the face because, you know, he's on TV a lot, so we yeah, can't have true. any evidence. That's true. Um, yeah, of course it is. I mean, all of these guys are well beyond any – none of them are getting technical changes. That's what I mean, yeah. So, but that's not – But it's almost more like counseling than coaching. Yes. Well, Just that is also coaching. Life right. coaching. Well, that's but, what but I wonder. See, people, that's what people don't understand is that, you know, your forehand and your emotional control are – equal parts right or, yes. or not equal really i mean they say that you know yogi barris is half the games 90 percent <laughs> right. more whatever it absolutely is so why don't we just practice mental game all the time right i wish i could you can dude i had she's one of the... angling for a free lesson from <laughs> no, no, no i charge 200 dollars an hour <laughs> i had i had a really crappy match a couple weeks ago because i could not because you're a maniac yeah you oh know. god i gotta watch her play <laughs> Oh my god! I gotta watch her play. Corey's seen me play. I have. I've played with her. Yes. Oh Jesus! He's, he's watched me get sexually harassed on the court <laughs> by himself. No. No. Good. <laughs> Never. We wouldn't. Good. No. Never. Um. So yeah. So I think I think Agassi. If I think Agassi does have a lot to offer, I just don't know if Novak is is the type of person that can. Because I, I here's what I think. I bet you Novak thinks he's at a different level than Agassi ever was. Well, that's what I wonder when you I, get, like, like, when you get to that level. How can you coach somebody? When you have a better resume than better they do. Re- yeah. You don't. I don't think he does. Yeah. I would take Agassi, you know, it's a shittier period. We have this, we've had this discussion. <laughs> but, I mean, I think what Agassi went through and how he won and, you know, all the stuff, you know, he was well well projected to be way, you know, from the beginning. Whereas right. Novak, nobody, you know. Nobody expected it. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, I am intrigued by that because I do think, you know, everybody says it and I don't think it's... um I don't think it's a cliche for no reason, and that's that, you know, our sports in general, but our sport, tennis in particular, is a mental game, or right. what I like to really call an emotional game, because mm-hmm. mental more is strategy, emotion right. is controlling the ups and downs, yes. So, um, which we have seen Rebecca can barely do in a <laughs> podcast, much less a tennis match. No, but what? so so if it's uh, so if it's you know ninety percent emotional, then then certainly. Agassi can bring a lot to the table if Novak. So I'm really interested to watch that right. yes. play out. I don't expect anything in his game to change. Um, you I don't know, expect much. the last pass this year, but we'll see. Yep. I don't either. Yep. Unless an amazing – if it put it this way. If it does last longer than this, that means Novak is receptive to it. Right. Agassi feels like he is bringing something to the table. And mm-hmm. if that's the case, guess what? Wait for it. I will be a big Novak fan. Oh, I don't know if I can go that far, but well, listen, if he's like, I like Novak, if he's all in and and yeah. really becomes philosophical about the game and all that kind of stuff, then you know, I, I think that be watching him mature and and do that would be awesome. So, yeah, I think maturity is exactly what he needs, and that's I think what Andre can bring to him. But. And that is what your problem is. Also, <laughs> is that <laughs> the lack there? No, I'm just. I got to see you play. I need to record you play. I've got two GoPros, so you know. All right, that's enough French Open. I know we're in the middle of the French Open, but who cares? Yeah, it's just well, a tennis not tournament. a big deal. Let's talk about us. <laughs> me in particular. Me in particular. Yes. We're yeah. going to talk about you now? Well, we're going to talk about me when we come back. It's time to join the revolution. Go to our website, tennisrevolutionpodcast.com. 
To get the latest episodes, email us your questions and comments or give us show ideas. All right, we're back. I hope everybody else is back considering the next uh, half of the show is going to be all about me. But they've waiting on. Actually, one thing we forgot to do in the top half, something I wanted to uh, to add into the show. It's a new segment. Yes. How about segment? That sounds professional. Yeah. You know what I'm doing. So there was an incident that occurred that Rebecca told me about. And so we're going to, because of that incident, we created a whole new segment. Hopefully more incidences is, right. will happen so we can continue <laughs> this. So just we're basically just going to have a little you know news of the week type thing. Not about the French Open. I don't care who's... You know, uh, you know, grandmother, you know, tweeting them or something. <laughs> the French, just other random yeah. tennis news that uh, may yes. be of interest to yes. our legions of fans. Yes. So, all right, take so, it away. I didn't know if you guys knew this, but tennis is full of lesbians. What <laughs> says twenty-four time Grand Slam winner Margaret Court? This is coming just days after other controversial comments targeted at the LGBT community. It is causing quite the uproar, and she has also compared to uh, Hitler and communists, apparently. She has been compared to that? Well, That's I might compare much. her to that, but she <laughs> compared the community yes. to Hitler and communists. And did you know that she is a Pentecostal minister? And uh, the comments came after she said she would not fly with Australian air carrier Qantas because of their sport, their support of gay marriage. So that actually made the news this week. It was kind of uh, the big talk to um, the last couple of days. Right. Uh, Martina Navratilova is a very outspoken, obviously, supporter of LGBT issues and being gay herself. And so she is actually called to have Margaret Court's name removed from the courts uh, in, in Melbourne. Uh-huh. Yeah. In Melbourne. And uh, some, lots of other t- players have actually supported that as well. Andy Murray being one. Sam Stoser have also chimed in. It's a very interesting story, but um, I don't know. She's 74. Well, it's not a story. Do you know yeah. why it's not a story? Because nothing will change? No. <laughs> because nothing will change about the fact that everything's going to change. Yeah. Her name is going to come off of the stadium. Yeah. Even though she is arguably the best player in the history of the women's game. Mm-hmm. She's from Australia. She right. won 11 Australia. In case we're wondering, that's why her name is on the <laughs> on thing. thing. It's not on it because there's no big cross next to her name. Right. It's just her name. Yes. But what's going to happen? They're going to remove her name and act like she never played tennis there ever again, which I think is pitiful, pathetic, and cowardly. Okay. Her, her political or whatever comments mean nothing to me or anyone else on the planet. That, well, I agree with that. But yeah. I know what you're saying. No, I, mean, I know what you're saying. No, exactly. First of all, everything that she has said is only only matters because probably a a tool that she has no idea how to use, which is Twitter. <laughs> right. Somebody else picked up on it and sent it out on Twitter. Right. So no, I'm just kidding. She might know how to use Twitter, but come <laughs> on. She says she's 74, so my guess is she she doesn't. So somebody else had to pick this up and then send it out. Because really, no one cared what she said before all this happened. Right. And I still don't care. No. It means nothing to me. And it, furthermore, it means nothing to me, no, put it this way, no laws are not going to change because her name is on the court. Right. No laws are not going to change because they take her name off the court. And this, this, it's taking it out of the realm. Everything should just be in the realm of tennis. 
Her name is on that court because she won 24 Grand Slams, 11 Australians. She is Australian, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and there you go. What if we found out that, and here's another thing, it's selective outrage. Because what if we found out, again, I'm not disparaging Arthur Ashe at all, but right. let's just say, for an example, hypothetically, we found out he was committing adultery on his wife right. the entire right. entire marriage. Should we take him off? Why not? Should you be cheating on your wife? What yeah. if he was beating his wife and right. we didn't know about it and it came out later and one of his kids, you know, whatever. Should we take his name off? No, of course they wouldn't. But it, it's just such a, you know, knee-jerk, hot-button issue right now that they're going to lose their shit and they're going to, you know, put, what do they, put Leighton Hewitt's name on there? For the That's love of God. That's about the only person I was thinking they yeah. can. Yeah. Um, Curios. I, I do agree. <laughs> I agree with you and I feel like this is something that it, it is a hot-button issue, like you said. Um, it is not the first time she has made comments like this, but I, I agree. I don't think that it is grounds to have her name removed. But if she were every day going off and like picketing and right. uh, that would be a different story. But I think it was just a f- off the cuff. Is she not remark. entitled to her opinion? She doesn't she say I want to kill absolutely. all gays, right? She just she said is, I'm religious. Yep. My religious beliefs are this. So now she can't have religious belief. Even if I don't agree with them, I don't agree with her being pilloried right (laughs) how about that that npr type word um for this i mean yeah i don't i think the comments are idiotic i think it'll disappear within the next couple of days i hope so it's kind of good the french is going on so instead of the australian i'm glad it's but when i don't i don't understand why we always have turned athletes into political figures like yeah they're stupid they all have their own opinion they're not mostly not that educated because they're athletes. Or not uh, educated enough in any particular area. Right. Now, there was another controversy that came up about uh, a tournament director, and I can't remember who it was, if it was for Indian it Wells. It was Indian Wells, I believe. Because Tommy Haas has taken over Indian right. Wells, but he made some very disparaging comments about women. Yeah, and they got rid of him. And they got rid of him. That's a whole other, I think that's a whole other ball of wax. I don't remember that, but. Um, yeah, you do. He was a South African, wasn't he South African? I think so. Yeah, and they got rid of him for making kind of he was saying that women's tennis is not nearly as it's not as competitive yes. or something to the, that effect and they, he didn't agree with the equal pay and it was but it was a whole lot of different things well if those were the only two things then but the only t- reason he shouldn't keep his job is because he is in the business of promoting right. women's tennis go. that's what it was exactly. so his job is he's failing at his job yeah. there's a big difference you gotta lie if yeah. you think so right. you gotta, yeah this is the greatest tournament ever matter of fact he should think indian wells is better than the u.s open and should never say anything different right if right promoting Indian Wells but anywho I just you know are, are the comments idiotic I think they are I think that there's a two there's double-edged sword here with Twitter with journalism because we are so easily access you know we can access things so easily right and these things like you said they just get tweeted retweeted retweeted and you know it was probably an off-the-cuff thing she said I'm a big supporter of LGBT rights yeah. but I don't think this is I didn't hear her say it either by exactly the way. and you, I no. didn't hear her say it either I so saw I think it 15th it to, hand <laughs> 15th hand I think yeah. I was counting so. Well, right. like you said, why is someone's political views, not political or whatever, social views, personal, really? have anything to do with whether you're on a stadium or exactly. not? Exactly. Right. I mean, she's on the stadium because she won 24 grand steps, not because of... Right. I mean, if she started walking she around feels. with the swastika button on her coat, I might feel a little more strongly. But. Well, and if she's actively promoting, like you said, you know, yeah. some and kind she's of not. She's terrible just... message or something. Well, yeah. what happens is, is that opinion, which... I think is a reasonable opinion. It's a reasonable opinion. Right. I don't know how many billions of Christians there are on the planet, but I'm sure a fair amount of them may not agree with same-sex marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. So it is a reasonable opinion. Right. 
Now, whether you agree with it or not, is relevant. Yeah. She still won 24 Grand Slams. Right. Now, if she it's found out that she paid every one of her finalist opponents off to lose, <laughs> all right, well, now we're talking. Right. Now we're go. talking. Now yeah. we're back in the realm of tennis. Exactly. Right. Directly related to tennis. Right. And I don't think it really was. I think it had to do with Qantas, not flying Qantas. Who cares? Okay. Oh, so, yeah. So. I mean, I'm sure it's a lovely airline. I've oh, I've, I've flown Qantas. <laughs> is it lovely? It's fantastic. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I think it, there is, I mean, there is a little bit of what I can understand of if you're taking your kids to the Australian number for the first time ever, and hey, why is this court named after her? I mean. Because she won 24 Grand Slams. Right, but yeah. I'm Thank saying if it gets to night. a different level of like she's. Then that's bad parenting. Ran over her husband with a car. You know, there, right. it's, it's gotta, there is has to be something off the court that can get your name taken off. But yeah, I, right, this right, is right, not, right. this is probably not it. Right. Well, this is, listen, not to get too late to not to get political, but. um. You know, there's another situation that I was talking to Rebecca about earlier um, that could have political overtones. But in that sense, it, I don't mind the intermingling because of what it could mean in the future. And that was the, there was a story, I think it was one of the days where the French Open finished early and so they had to fill time. So right. they, they played this, uh, uh, this piece about um, Cuba. Tennis oh, yeah, Cuba. Saw, you see I that? Saw a part of that, yeah. So it's very interesting. Yeah. So they they basically there's a there's a nonprofit trying to spread the gospel of tennis, not gospel, you know, <laughs> yeah, but spread you the gospel. you know spread the gospel of tennis to Cuba. Which on the one hand, it's like oh Cuba, we shouldn't have, you know have relations with Cuba, murderous right. dictator. And guess what? He might be. Yeah. And guess what? That still doesn't change the fact that if you can get more people playing a sport where they might travel internationally, see the world, get a little taste of freedom, it may ultimately have a positive effect on changing Cuba. Right. Because I promise you, I don't want to live in Cuba outside of how beautiful it is there. <laughs> um, the food's pretty damn good. And that too. But, <laughs> you know, so I think there is, you know, there is a time and place for politics in a sport like ours, which is an international sport um, and, a you know, the second most popular sport in the world. Um, but some old has-been who is not even nobody even remembers her name until either you're talking about overtaking her right. you know grand slam uh numbers which again someone were before the open era but that's a separate <laughs> right. issue um or during the australia when you're looking at the court and that's it and right. so yeah who cares yeah. so all right let's move on to something more important <laughs> so i did something for the first time in a long time I had so many comments flying through my brain. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I just I, know. I couldn't decide which one. I taught a beginner, not a beginner. I taught a like a, a novice tennis player, like a, like okay. a two five adult or junior, a grown up. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So I was down in Austin recruiting. That's me every day, by the way. Yeah, you're you're kidding. a beginner. Right? <laughs> no, I meant teaching at nah. the every day. You, you have that group of three O's. <laughs> yes. So, so I was down in Austin recruiting, and I noticed. Or I heard your team has sunk in that low. You've had to recruit beginners. Now, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Grownups. So did you drop out of college? Oh, Fantastic. good. Come on back. You might qualify. All right. How did this turn into this? <laughs> so, so uh, I listened to a podcast that is not tennis. Uh, it's a podcast with uh, a couple of stand-up comedians who are based out of New York. And I, I heard that one of them was going to be in Austin coincidentally when I was going to be there. Ah. So I said, you know what? I got the internet. <laughs> and so I got on the guy's that website. Sounded very old, man. I've got, a, <laughs> I've got internet. I've got the Facebook. I've got the face. 
I've got the internet. So I got got on his website and shot me an email and said, hey, while you're in Austin, over a three-day, he has a bunch of shows. Um, I've heard him talk. Oh, by the way, here's another addendum to that. I'm not just stalking famous people. Um, he talks about somewhat, not often, but enough that you know he loves the U.S. Open because oh. he's based out of New York. Yeah. So he loves the U.S. Open. He's there, uh, and he likes tennis. But he hasn't really played much. He's right. kind of hacked around a couple of times or whatever, but hadn't really played, never had any uh, instruction. So I shot a meeting email and said, hey, when you're in town, I can bring my gear. I'll give you a free lesson. And he's in Austin? Well, he was for, shows, for, that for, for at a comedy club doing a show. So he emailed back and said, hey, that'd be amazing. That'd I said, well, you haven't cool. heard me teach yet. But no. <laughs> so he said, that'd be amazing. And so we kind of worked it all out with all the different things he had to do and and because uh, you know he has shows in the evening, so he's doing nothing all day. Although right. he had to do some promo stuff on their local TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, after that, we went out to a public tennis center, Far Tennis Center. Oh yeah, P H A R R Tennis Center. I've been there. Little eight court facility in Austin. They do a good job out there. So mm-hmm. let me thank them. Uh, and we hit for about two hours. And the first question he asked me on the way there, or he texted me because he was going to meet me there. He said, "Is there parking?" <laughs> and I said, "That's cute." Um, Welcome to Austin. So you can bring three cars and like four. How many cars do you want to bring? Yeah. There's parking, and it's free, yes. by the way. Uh, and they won't tell you foreign or, concept in or New York. sweep the yeah. Um, so then we got there. They don't take credit cards at that place. So uh, I was going to pay for the course. I had to ask. I felt like a heel. I had to ask him to pay for the course. Oh my god! And so then, how dare you? So then the woman said it was four bucks, and he said, four, "How much?" <laughs> He thought it was going to be 40 yeah. in four bucks. I thought he got probably got a kick out of that. So, um, so yeah. So, I mean, he's, he wasn't an absolute beginner. He right. had some, but, you know, he definitely, you could definitely see pieces of other sports in his strokes, uh, played baseball and other things. But, uh, but yeah, so I didn't tell you who he was. I guess no, I should have said that. I feel like I'm waiting I thought for you the were big well, reveal. Are you familiar with Adam Sandler? Yeah, no, <laughs> Eddie Murphy, no, not Charlie Murphy. Oh God, rest his soul. Um, I know he. I like that guy. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of Louis C.K.? Shut well, up. I love Louis C.K. It wasn't Louis C.K. I was about to say. Slow your roll. I would have driven to Austin. Now I hope he doesn't hear this. He's going to feel bad. Uh, it was the guy who Better opened. It was a guy oh. who opened for Louis C.K. His most recent tour, and the guy's been on Conan, and he's been on uh, you That's know late cool. night stuff, and um, and all that. His name is Joe List. Okay. okay. So, yeah, it, yeah his actually. website's Comedian Joe List. He's really funny. Go check him out and uh, and support him. Not because you think he's funny. Support him because he's a tennis player now. Yeah. <laughs> Was and he so, funny? L-I-S-T. Joe. J-O-E. <laughs> L-I-S. She has to, the easiest possible name. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so he, um, so we were out there for about almost two hours maybe. Didn't charge him a dime, yeah. except for the four bucks for the court. And he bought me a water. What a sweetheart. Wow. Thought everybody in New York was an asshole. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so he, um, so yeah, he's a funny guy. He was just in town for the show, but, uh, but hopefully, hopefully he'll mention us on his podcast, which I'm sure he has slightly more, slightly, a few more, uh, <laughs> listeners, um, who most of them probably won't be tennis people, but yeah. some of them might be. And Hey, if they're listening to his podcast and a fan of his Maybe they're going to pick up tennis. So right. And really, that's, I mean, you know, that's one of the really big side benefits, I think. If you've got somebody who reaches a lot of people talking about tennis, I mean, that's what I'm all about. I'm the Pied Piper of tennis. I mean, just, you know, trying to grow the game in yeah. every one area, every time. one comedian <laughs> at a time. So if you're traveling to Texas for a comedy show and you want a free lesson, 
apparently I'm your guy. So the lesson is email every celebrity you know and ask them if they want to play tennis with you. If they're coming into town. <laughs> yes. Nice. Now, here is J-Lo coming in to perform. <laughs> yeah. Um, that might trump Joe List for me. Would Joe like to be on a dramatic, uh, dramatic comedy fiction about tennis? Oh, there you go. There you go. Grow the game. You know, we, we talked about that. You weren't here when we talked about those two movies coming out. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the, yeah. Billie Jean King one, or the, well, it was Battle of Sexes, so Bobby Riggs, and then the um, Borg versus McEnroe. And I'm oh, like, looks with amazing. real actors yeah. and everything. That's what's exciting. Yeah. Now, I, I love that Shia LaBeouf is playing McEnroe. Well, you know, I was like, <laughs> what is this? It's and then, amazing. And then I saw the, the <laughs> promo and I was like, not bad. It's It looks amazing i just hope they don't show any actual tennis Tennis? footage they're gonna show a little bit but not actual i don't think they're gonna actually because it's gonna that'll ruin it they tried that in bridesmaids and it was horrible and wimbledon they did a little bit yeah we talked about yeah so hopefully they won't show that (laughs) but yeah i mean tennis and entertainment i mean that's one kind of one of those sneaky on the down low indirect signs that maybe maybe they love us it's time for my show I'm putting together a show. Corey oh, knows about it. Oh, about tennis? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like Desperate real, Housewives yeah. meets. Didn't I give the you that Dallas idea? Tenn- no. I, <laughs> well, I gave you that idea, but you already had it, right, but I didn't yeah. know you had it. Yeah. So it's actually why I should get I partial producing credit. <laughs> we can be executive. It's producers. why I started playing tennis. Is there going to be a podcast in that show? We could definitely do one. <laughs> and use like kind of like when you see like Fox News on the back of like some you know like a TV that's on some <laughs> who. <laughs> Well, you know what I'm talking about, where it's like, oh, you know, something's right. going on, and they actually have the real people. Yeah. You can actually have footage of us talking about tennis. I, I could. I could write it in, for sure. I like it. Do yeah. it. All right. All right. It's done. We're Would that be an it. official credit for me? Would yeah. I be on IMDb? Yeah, we could definitely get you in there, because Corey's going to come in and act in some of the, you know. Oh, geez. You know. Yeah, no, he doesn't actually. Mind. He doesn't I'm have out. any speaking roles yet, but. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> Thankfully, they're going to make me a very, uh excited uh, tennis instructor who knows yeah i'm in all right i'm in awesome i will not be on camera anytime you want me to not be on camera (laughs) well when i launch the website this summer i will definitely put a link to the tennis revolution there we go there we go so yeah so expansion into pop culture my my brush with uh infamy fame ish (laughs) i mean he's not louis ck but he's pretty well he was on a private jet with the guy every show you know and he's been on late night tv yep and whatnot. That's pretty cool. I've seen him in comedy shows and like sitcoms and such. Louis C.K. No, no. Joe, Joe, like, Joe has done yeah. a few like guest starring things. And, has he? Yeah. Like, uh, like he was, wasn't he on Roast Battle or one of those crazy like stand up comedy competition shows? He's in a lot of comedy stuff. I know. Yeah. Oh, Cap, I think Cap City it, and it might have been Last Comic Standing. Maybe that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Gotcha. I know I know the name from things like that, so I've seen him a few times. I hope you're right, because if he listens to this, it will sound like even more like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Uh, yeah, and it's like, yeah, he was on all this other stuff. Yeah, Last Comic Standing. Yeah, so and yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of comedians that are into tennis, actually. Um, apparently, Will Ferrell is a very, uh, you know... Well, he's always at the U.S. Open. Yeah. And, and he, he practiced out of um, Palm Springs with your favorite tennis player at Lifetime. Life. <laughs> <laughs> Life at Lifetime. Yeah. Well, and I would think like, no offense to actors, but for the most part, they grew up probably with a decent income. So I think they probably played tennis. Yeah. Uh, in their childhood. So they can. If they were childhood actors. Yeah, that's true. No, but I mean, most people that have the 
like kids from the street aren't going into acting is what I mean. Oh, you don't if, know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so there's another guy. We said, I don't know if you saw this on the French Open. Um, Omar Benson Miller. Mm-hmm. He's an actor. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I knew him from when I saw him, I was like, oh, he was from Eight Mile. Yes. Um, but he's on uh, that HBO show Ballers. And he was talking about he's a tennis player. Mm-hmm. So if he's in Austin. I'll be emailing him next. <laughs> Dude, if they're coming to Dallas, I'll he's let like, you know. He's like 6'6 six, six or something. He's a big guy. Golly, having him at the net, that'd be... Well, what I couldn't figure out, why were they promoting that? Just because it's tennis and it's keeping interest? Because it's not on the what? tennis channel. They were promoting his new... He's got some new show, he did a, tennis he, related. He did a piece. He's working for the tennis channel. Oh, it's for the tennis channel. Okay, yeah, that's and he why. Did a, he did a piece on Paris for the tennis yeah, channel. Yeah, he was doing something at all the Grand Slam cities, so yeah. he's going to do it once a year, I he's guess. He's a funny guy. Or four times a year, yeah. I mean. I liked him, yeah. So, I mean... and. That show, Ballers, is, you know, I mean, it's on HBO, so mm-hmm, I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's pretty popular. So that's it's yeah, soccer it, though, right? That's soccer. No, no, no. It's like an agent guy, oh, like a right. former that's football right. player. Rock, that's right. The Rock. Um. So I mean, yeah, you're talking about indirect kind of things that show, you know, that hey, maybe it's more pop because bottom line is, you people want to make money, and they're not going to put stuff out there that nobody's going to consume. Right. So they're bet they're hedging their bets on. Right. Our fantastic game. Dude, tennis. Uh, my my log line is like flying no. balls flying in your face, short skirts, <laughs> you know. I mean, come on, it's But can we please get an American player? We have none again. I know. In this tournament and it's and men? Absolutely. Well, no women now either. No women now. I mean, Serena's still around, but I mean, 2 years from now who's it going to be? Men's or women's? I hope Madison. I but. hope so, but Isner, I really thought was going to break out, and he oh, had a chance man. to win. He was close. He had an he unseated opponent, and I thought, oh, I mean, not that but him being in the term is exciting, but yeah. Well, someone. so it, yeah, so is is uh, all of this stuff in pop culture going to translate to more kids being yeah. interested in tennis, or is the fact that they're sitting in there watching TV in the air conditioning doing nothing? <laughs> Counter, right. they want to see all these cool things about tennis. They're inside but, watching tennis movies, but never get outside <laughs> and play. Why not? And playing yeah. tennis video games at home instead uh, of playing. Is there even a tennis? I mean. There used to be a pretty popular one on PlayStation, but I don't know if it's still around. The Wii tennis game was bomb. Yeah, that too. It was. I still play Most that. Most of the kids I teach, that's how they learn how to keep scoring tennis. Yeah, that's, from yeah. tennis. That, I, that's how I was going to teach my boyfriend, actually. <laughs> to count? Yes. <laughs> she, she likes him young and dumb. <laughs> He's only three years younger than me. Still pretty young. <laughs> yep. I dated, I You're not 30 guy, yet, right? I dated a guy 11 years younger than me once. It was terrible. Oh my god! I hope you weren't twenty. I was. <laughs> I was. Yeah, the end I of was. the podcast, ladies no. and gentlemen. Yeah, I was thirty nine. Margaret Cord's got nothing on the revolution. <laughs> All right, I think we've uh, given everything we've got here. What do you think? Anything yeah. else? Anything amazing to add? No, nothing. Of course not. No. Nope. How could you possibly, possibly? had anything more <laughs> awesome than I have. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, thanks uh, for uh, joining us. And uh, listen, listening to our fantastic podcast is not enough. If you play tennis, you have to have at least one other person that you know that plays tennis. At least <laughs> one. Ball machine. I may, yeah, I guess maybe. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. But would you be a tennis player if you just use a ball machine? That's also a good point. That's a good point. So uh, spread the, the word. Come on. Tell people. There's literally... All the market research I've done, we are by far the best. I'm serious. I'm not kidding. We are yeah. the best tenant. They're, they're awful. The other ones out there are horrendous. <laughs> they do way more work than we do and way more research and they have yeah. more facts. I like the shade you're throwing here, but we're more interesting to listen to. Yes. We've burned all our cross-promotion all, listen, bridges. Yeah. We open one website, one webpage about tennis and boom, what are we missing? 
nothing. Right. So spread the word is what I'm getting at. Tell tell your friends, tell your tell your opponents. Even if you get that one opponent you don't like <laughs> across the net from you, tell them. It's all right. Share it. We need to make shirts. I was thinking bag tags. Oh. I know. I got <laughs> she wants a free bag Walking tag. Walking advertising. She wants, a free, she wants a free bag tag. Um, and they're cheap and quick and easy and you just throw yep. them out and hand yep. them out and yep. uh, just disperse them in crowds, whatever. So, All right. So tell a friend. Spread the word. Um, and until next time, thanks for joining the revolution. Bye, guys. Bye.